This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Donald J. Trump has had the worst biofuel and trade policy that I've ever seen and came with the most farm subsidies ever because of it. When elected, I thought, well, at least his ethanol policy would be better. I was not thrilled with ethanol policy under Obama. It was uninspired and lackadaisical. He would not utter the word ethanol and made no progress on E15 approval. Were it not for then-Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, who was pro-ethanol, it would have been worse as the environmentalists that had the administration's ear had decided that biofuel was not politically correct. I had gone to the Renewable Fuels Association summit and heard Donald J. Trump promise in person to have the ethanol industries back. Like I said, at least ethanol policy would improve under his administration. That was an assumption, and he made a fool out of you and me. His EPA was run by the petroleum industry, and he let them. He let Carl Icahn stick the knife in our back. He chose Ted Cruz over Grassley and Ernst. He gave us E15 in trade for 4.4 billion gallons of RIN waivers and SREs that went to the petroleum industry. He gave us a buck while taking 10 in that trade. He cut CAFE standards and ethanol demand along with it. Our mistake is that we did not know what bad ethanol policy looked like. We thought that Obama's was disappointing and heck it was good compared to Trump's. We learned what Trump was made of. He took the biofuel industry like we were a bunch of chumps. Ironically, a lot of farmers do not care. That made it difficult for industry representatives to defend them as they could not directly criticize Trump for fear that farmers loved Trump more than they did biofuel. Trump made that possible with farm subsidies. When the Saudis and Russia started their oil price war, the ethanol industry was slammed again as collateral damage. What has Trump done about it? Absolutely nothing. Our energy independence was attacked by foreign interest, and Trump barely gives it lip service. On trade, Trump promised that if we stuck with him, that he would fix years of trade inequity and bring U.S. farm exports up to a new level. I'm still waiting. I know that we have lost billions and billions in trade in the interim, not all of which was compensated for by MFP or other farm subsidies. The farm sector is now dependent in Washington for our net farm income. We have a ring in our nose connected to USDA. Farmers say that they want their income from the market and hate socialism, but have been forced into farm welfare and having to cash government checks for survival. Trump made it possible that Beijing is now in control of the financial condition of U.S. agriculture. I believe John Bolton when he asserts that Trump made a deal with Xi Jinping where he gave up what the U.S. really needed in concessions from China in return for a promise that China would buy Trump the farm vote in the fall election. We already knew that. Bolton just confirmed it. He was in the room where it happened. One thing that I do know is that Donald J. Trump is transactional. He's fixated on politics over policy, and he loves to use U.S. taxpayer money to buy votes. He doesn't like to spend his own when he can get what he wants by spending someone else's money. He puts tariffs on China to, in his mind, fund subsidies to constituencies where he thinks that he can buy political favor with it. The farm sector is one of those constituencies. I've always asserted that Trump was buying the farm vote, and while I get pushed back on many things, no one has ever challenged that contention. Without MFP payments, would he get a majority of the farm vote? I venture not. 
I will make an argument for the other side that he needed the tariffs to force China to change. If that were true, it would be an argument, but Trump has gotten little to nothing from them to date. China has not complied with phase one, and with just a few months to the election, with Trump's approval cratering in polls, are they not in a good place? In reviewing trade agreements, what did Egg get from the USMCA that it didn't have with NAFTA? Frankly, nothing. What did Egg get from the Japan-US trade agreement that it could not have had from TPP? Pretty much the same. There may have been some benefits to other trade sectors, but Egg got no additional material improvement. So Trump knew that he had to deliver something to provide substance to his claims of boosting egg trade. China was left, and according to Bolton, Trump virtually begged Xi Jinping to help him boost the farm economy, which he believed will keep the farm vote in his column next November. Trump knew that he was not getting any more money for the CCC out of Congress to give him the farm income that he needed, so wanted China to do it for him. Who knows, China may come through for him yet. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call us at 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 